0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Well Read podcast. We are so excited that you're here. If you're on Spotify, Apple, or watching on YouTube, wherever you're at, we're just excited that you're joining us today. Today's episode, I'm really excited about. We're going to be talking to Abby McGinnis about worship and Psalm 103:1. It's going to be an incredible episode. We're going to learn a lot about you know how to worship God with all that we have. So. I want to go ahead and jump into it. Um, Abby, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us about you, how you became a worship leader, just all the
1: things. Yes. So my name is Abby McGinnis. I am 24 years old, freshly 24, turned 24 on July 23rd. Um, And a little bit about me. I am a small business owner. I launched my um, social media business about a year ago, a year and a half almost actually. Um, Also, my dog is in the room. So if you guys hear him that's Oliver. Um, And it's been going awesome. It's been really fun. I um, get to create content for brands here in Knoxville. And then I also get to lead worship at my church, which is what Leslie just mentioned that I am a uh, worship leader. So that was like a little bit of background about me. I've also been married for four and a half years, which I cannot forget to mention that should have said that first. Uh, I love marriage. And actually it's a gift that I, I am married to someone that leads worship because I just love it so much. And it's really just a part of our whole entire life. And so it's beautiful that I get to share that with him. Um, and cool little fun fact, Leslie's husband and my husband yes. are on staff, at the same church together and they love one another. And so we love you guys. And I'm just grateful that I get to be here, but, um, a little bit about how I got started into leading worship. Um, I, I thought about this and it's crazy, but really where it all started for me was when I was probably about four or five years old. And the first time that I really ever connected with worship was when I was in a, like a first Wednesday night kind of service, which is like a worship night for a, for a church. And, um, I was with my mom and the song, how he loves was on and, or they were just like singing that in the uh, room. And my mom was just like worshiping the Lord with her hands, like all the way up, both of them all the way up. And I remember like looking at her and being like, if she can hold her hands up this whole time, I'm going to keep my hands up this whole time. And so at first, obviously it wasn't maybe a posture of like, I'm going to worship God. I was four or five. So I couldn't really fully understand that. Um, But I was like, until she puts her hands down, I'm going to, I'm not going to put my hands down. So I had my hands up the entire time. And I was like, I am getting so tired. Like my hands were like weak and I'm like, but I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. But all that to say, what's really cool is um, from a kid point of view, like uh, my mom modeled for me what it looked like to worship. So if you're a mom on this um, podcast and you are listening to this conversation, I want to encourage you that you are making a way for your kids to love God and to learn how to worship. And it's so beautiful. So that's where it first started for me. Um And then I started to actually serve in the um, kids ministry on our worship team. It was called Kid Rave. And we would dance to worship songs that actually my um, mom led that whole entire like kids team. And then from there, it just kind of like naturally grew. I, in middle school, started to do worship for students and then never really stopped. So worship was really a part of my life um, for as long as I can remember or think back to. And um, I still love it probably, if not just as much, like just like even more than I did when I was growing up. But it is a really funny start to how I started to lead worship and even how I got into leading worship singing. I didn't know I could sing. So I'm going to keep this short, but my sister could sing and I couldn't. Um, And she would be like, just like harmonize with me. And I was like, I don't know how to harmonize. And she, she would teach me by just like singing something and she'd like sing it back to me. So I would sing it back to her. Well, in middle school, there was this like student ministry talent show, that we did at our church Our honestly our church is how I got going in worship. Um, and Allie was like, do it with me. And I was like, okay. So at this time in point, the little like cup song, you know, was a big thing. And she was like, let's do that one. And I was like, okay. So we did it. And that was my first time singing in public ever. I had never sang in public before. Um, so worship was a part of my life, but singing worship wasn't yet and then did that. And then someone was like, you all should be on the worship team here. And I was like, if Allie does it, I'll do it. And so she started doing it. So I started doing it. And that's how I got involved in like singing worship. But it is funny looking back again at how it all started. And even again, how we got started into like singing worship, it was just a little bit unconventional. And it was funny because I had no idea where God was going to take that and where God was going to lead us in that or like me in that. And, um, I just love worship so much. So I'm, I'm very grateful for every unconventional moment of worship and how I got to where I am, but that's a little bit about me getting worship, how I got started.
0: Yes. Very cool. I didn't know any of that. So that was really cool. And definitely like able to like look back and see like the hand of God, literally like all throughout your life, like leading you to like doing what you're doing now. So that is really cool. Uh, So I wanted to go ahead and read Psalm 103, 1. Yeah. Uh, So I have the ESV, but it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. So some, you know, translations say praise, you know, my whole heart, my inmost being. Uh, So I wanted to kind of the first question to dig into is how do you personally live that out, you know, as a worship leader, but then also just in your day-to-day life? What does that look like?
1: Yeah. So when, um, cause we had talked about this and I was thinking, so scripture is something that and we can get into this in just a little bit, but it's something that I, um, have not, I don't naturally like understand scripture. Well, like I, I love to learn, but it's not something that I would naturally be like, I know exactly what that's saying. So I love to kind of like dig a little bit deeper. So I actually looked up like what the exact meaning of that verse was for someone that might, that might read that and be like, okay, I know what it means, but like, take me a little bit deeper. And what I read was this, Psalm 103.1 exhorts us to bless the Lord and not forget his benefits. These benefits do not depend upon our circumstances, but reveal to us the character of God and what he has done for us. And that is Psalm 103.1 through 6, but it still starts with Psalm 103.1. So the first thing that I think about when I think about this verse is, um, how i live it out is just how i i think it's honestly just how i live day to day when i wake up um one of the first things that i really try to do sometimes i forget because i'm human but i i really do before i even put my feet on the ground i want and i try to bless the lord and i say thank you for this day like even if i'm overwhelmed already because it happens a lot i just say like lord you are good and you are god and you are sovereign and i surrender to you today God, not Abby's way, but let it be your way, but your will be done. And I just want to love you. And I just want to serve you more. So whatever that looks like today, God, I just praise you. Um, that's the first thing that I do. But then also I think something that um, is a way that I live this out and is a way that I just want to keep on living life is to bless the Lord um, and bless his name just because of who he is. And I think that's something that I, a lot of people might struggle with is if you know, life's not going their way or something happens that takes away for some reason, like God's worthiness or God's holiness, but there is nothing, um, about our worship that's dependent upon us. Like it's only God. So, um, I really try to invite God into my day periodically. Um, not just in his word when I wake up or when I open my eyes and I just like praise him and not when I'm just in his word, but and when I'm driving and when I'm doing the mundane things or when I'm stressed or when I'm overwhelmed, like I, I try to live in a way that my first response is worship because one, I've just learned when you worship, when you are full of, um, thankfulness and gratitude, there's not a lot of room for anything else. So that's why I, it's almost kind of like a hard question to answer because I'm like, well, it awesome. I mean, it's awesome, but it almost just kind of becomes just who I am. Like, it's just how I live life because that's my first response no matter what. So was that a good way of putting it? Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, um, I really liked what you said about talking about like when we're in difficult circumstances, cause like I've definitely experienced that before in my own life back in 2020, um, my papa passed away from COVID and I, it was, it was really hard. Uh, but like we were very, very close. He was really like a second dad to me. Um, uh, yeah. but like he died in December and then I felt like I was okay. You know, I was sad, but I felt like I was processing it. But then kind of in like March, uh, one of my friends, um, uh, which like subtle plug, you need Christian friends because she was able to kind of like call this out of me. But she, yeah. uh, said to me, like, after church one Sunday, she was like, you know, you don't sing anymore, yeah. like, during worship, and I, I, I didn't really, I wasn't doing it on purpose, I didn't, like, even know, and so she asked me, she was like, why, and I was like, I don't know, I didn't know that I, you know, I didn't even know, and so I, like, thought on it, and I talked to my mom about it, and she, like, basically just repeated the question back, she was like, well, why aren't you, and I was like, I was like, well, I don't know, I guess, you know, we're, you know, singing about, you know, how that God's going to come through and I just don't feel like that he did. And whenever that, like, I didn't even know I felt that way until I said it out loud. But, like, that set me on a journey of realizing that, like, who God was didn't change. And he didn't, yeah. he didn't promise me that my papa wasn't going to get COVID. He didn't promise me that he yeah. wasn't going to pass away. And so that really, it was a hard season, but it took me deeper in my worship because I realized that, like, I was depending a lot of my worship on my circumstances. When my circumstances yeah. went bad, I just stopped singing and didn't even know that I wasn't, you know. Wow. But then, wow. yeah, it was a deep lesson that God, you know, took me through. But I think that, not think, I know that, like, you know, I'm deeper in my walk with Him now than I was before because I got to know His, I got to know His character, you know, so much more than I did before. Yeah. Uh, learned yeah. how to trust Him, you know, even whenever I didn't understand exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to talk about, and our listeners who have listened in the past will know that we always go into the context of Scripture. Um, oh, no. So I wanted to uh, do that briefly. Uh, so David wrote this Psalm. Um, and honestly, like whenever I, in my Bible, it says like at the top, bless the Lord O my soul of David. So it even has in my Bible that it was written, uh, yeah. by David. But whenever that I read that and then like read like the whole chapter in its entirety, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Cause like, you know, we, you know, see in scripture that David's described as a man after God's own heart. Yeah, I think yeah. that, I think that's really reflected, you know, in this song. Cause he it actually, one thing that like stood out to me is, The whole, like, psalm is basically praise and worship, and he talks about, like, the character of God. He talks about, you know, his steadfast love, how that he's our healer, and then it talks about, uh, like, the faithfulness of God in the past. He actually references, you know, God coming through for Moses in the Torah. And then, like, the third thing that stood out to me is, and we've mentioned this in a lot of our well-read content, that when you're reading the Old Testament, it's critical to look for Jesus, because he's everywhere, Genesis to Revelation, across the the whole thing. Yeah. And it talks about like how that like God forgives our iniquities. He's, you know, cast our sin as far as the East is from the West. Like we see the gospel represented even, you know, in this Psalm in the old Testament. Uh, And then also I want to say this for our listeners, because part of our kind of goal is to teach people how to read scripture. So whenever that I'm breaking down the context, I try to explain where I get information. So when I was studying this, I studied blue letter Bible, got questions and during word commentary and then Bible Project, they have YouTube videos and breaking down love books. That. Read the Psalms um, video or watch the Psalm video they have. But um, yeah, that's kind of the context of um, that scripture. Uh, I, yeah. love, I love the whole chapter. If you haven't read it before and you're listening, definitely read all of Psalm 103 because it really just breaks down who God is, what He's done, what He's done in the past, and really points towards the gospel, which is obviously like yeah. what it's all about but I did have a question I wanted to ask you that I think is really important. We actually have a series on our well-read Instagram that's called Worship plus the Bible and we take popular worship songs and we sh- like explain like ver- like lyrics that are verses from the Bible or like references to stories from the Bible because I actually had a conversation with a friend it's kind of the origin story of the series I had a conversation with a friend who um, was telling me that she, um, really connected with worship, but she really struggled with the Bible, and oh, she, that was me, and she, but what was interesting, and I never thought about it this way, but she said, but I love whenever that I'm reading my Bible, and I read something that was a lyric in a song that I didn't know was in the Bible, and she was like, then it starts to click for me, and, and I was like, huh, like, that's good and like I actually then like after she pointed out i experienced it like there was a song i really liked that i didn't realize the lyrics came from scripture and i was reading in scripture and i was like oh my goodness that's you know that song that i like and so yeah. we kind of started we took that idea and made it into a series on instagram because what i found like with my friend is that she thought she didn't connect with the bible but she was already connecting with the bible because the lyrics and the songs were verses she just didn't realize it yet yeah. yes so with that kind of in mind, I wanted to ask you, like, how does reading and knowing scripture impact your worship?
1: Yeah, I love this question so much. And I'm so grateful that you're asking me this now. If we had this conversation even a year ago, to be honest, I probably would have tried to like make something up to sound spiritual, but it I, it just it wouldn't have been true. Um, but. I'll just start with this statement that reading God's word absolutely changes everything about worship. There's absolutely. no way that it does not because one, the Bible is this God breathed and God inspired word. And that is like, how we get our worship? Like we get to know God when we read his word. And, um, just a short story, but about a year ago, over a year ago, now it was like last summer, I was really struggling with, um, fear of man and some anxious thoughts and feelings. I was just in a season of fear. Honestly, that was like pretty much what it was. Um, and I also really wasn't in God's God's word a lot. I have, I, I never struggled to connect with God in worship. Like that was actually probably one of the only ways that I connected with God. Like I would just kind of told myself, like worship is just like how I connect with God. Like that's just what it is. But I do understand that worshiping God, and singing to him is different than reading God's word and um it was about january or maybe just the end of last year my husband um tucker like really was starting to just like very nicely um push me to be in God's word more like he was like you you love the lord and you love to worship him like you have a relationship with him but you're not you don't really make it a priority to be in his word and i was like because to be honest, like I, when I first started this, um, conversation, I told you, like, I don't sometimes really understand God's word or like, I'm like, I just don't connect with it. Like I just, it's not really doing much for, for me, but, and I don't know if it was anything that he said, or just over time, I've just learned that like reading God's word is really has nothing to do with us because we're getting to learn more about who God is and about God's character. And really it's his love story to us. And like, that's such a gift, like in itself. So I think, whereas before I was reading God's word for, like, what am I going to get out of this today? Like, what piece of advice am I going to learn? Like, that's really what that's how I was reading God's word. Like, that was that lens that I had on. Like, what am I going to get from this today, God? Like, how are you going to, like, like wh- what are you going to do in me? Instead of, God, how can I see you? God, how can I know you more? And how can I love you more? So just a little background on that. And since I've been in God's word, Leslie, I'm not kidding. Like, and it makes sense, but I have been delivered from fear, delivered from fear of man. Um, a lot of the things that I was experiencing last year at this time are no longer held over me or I don't feel bound by those things because I I, I have God's word and I know God's word. So I'm gonna answer your uh, question now. Um, and you asked me, how does God's word impact how I worship? Is that yeah. what you asked me? Just wanna yeah. be sure. Okay, well, first I would say, Um, it, it helps me in my worship. It helps me to not just worship a God that I think I know, but a God that I can say in Psalm 103, God said this, or in Genesis, God said this, like knowing God's word helps me actually know, or sorry, reading God's word actually helps me know who I'm worshiping. And all my life before I read God's word, I truly had such a connection to God in, in worship, but I wasn't. It was just almost a, there was a disconnect because I was worshiping God from a place of like, sorry, that's my dog he just sneezed. <laughs> uh, worshiping from a place of where I knew God and not where like God's word actually like revealed to me who God is. So it really changes. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it it really changes everything. Um I think that's kind of what my answer would be is that it just, there's no way that it doesn't change anything because now I really know who I'm worshiping. Um, and God's word is full of God's character. And there's just so many verses and chapters where we do get to know God more. Um, there's not a place in the Bible. Even I was reading yesterday in um, Ezra and I finished my time with God and I was like, cause I was just like, close it up. And I was like, Lord, I, I don't really know what I read today. I don't even really know what I got to receive today, but I do know this, you are good. And so I just got to speak to God and say, just thank you for your word. Thank you for always being here. So even on the days that I'd feel like, man, I really I really didn't understand what you were saying to me today, Lord. um, Or like what I got to know, what I got to learn about you today. There's always, God's word never comes back void. And so that, but um, yeah, I think it just changes everything.
0: Yes, absolutely. I love that. And I loved the story that you told, because I think that, that's where a lot of like our generation Gen Z finds finds themselves. I think that you know Gen Z believers really connect with God in worship, but I think we find you know a disconnect in the biblical literacy of Gen Z mm-hmm. believers a lot of times, which is kind of Isaac and I's vision for well read is to you know advance the biblical literacy not just of Gen Z, but that probably is more of our target audience, yeah. but you know people yeah. in general. But yeah, I think that that's so good. I know for me personally. For me, reading scripture comes naturally. Like that's like the like okay. the primary way that I hear from God. And so for Isaac, um, him, it's in prayer. So that's been something that we've kind of been able, like since we started dating, especially since that we uh, got married, is like I really connect with God in scripture. He really connects with God in prayer. And so we've been able to kind of like challenge each other, you know, in the reverse ways. You know, I can challenge him in his Bible reading, he challenges me in prayer, um, which I think is pretty cool because obviously God's personal, you know, he loves us individually. And so like for you, like you really connect with him in worship and obviously in other ways as well. For me, I really connect with him in scripture and in other ways. But, you know, the Bible's the primary way that I hear from God. Um, But yeah, I love that story. I think it was really good. Kind of the last question that I had um, for our listeners, this is definitely an application question. Like, if you could give one piece of advice to our listeners, whether they lead worship themselves or just, you know, walking with God, like, how can they go deeper in their worship? How can they, you know, bless the Lord with their whole heart? How can they live that out themselves?
1: Can I give you two pieces? Yes. Okay. Cause I, when I, when I was thinking, I was like, I want to give, I want to give so many, I could get five, I could get five, but uh, I was like, if I can just give two, um, one would be to get in God's word. I'm not like from someone who naturally connects with God in worship. Like We just talked about that for the past five to 10 minutes, but, um, again, just getting in God's word, like you're, you're no longer worshiping God from a place of where you know God or where you um, love God, but you have God's word as a foundation for you to stand on and say, this is who God is. And, um, I think so many people have different like versions of who God is to them, but like, truthfully, like there is like, there's one God, like this is truth. Like there is not any, there's not any one there's not anything else. And so, um, I I think sometimes people struggle to connect with God and worship or even just to worship God because there's a lack of knowledge and worship is absolutely there. It's, it's an, it's an emotional thing for me, especially I'm a, I'm a feelings girl, mostly happy feelings. I don't like to feel anything sad, but still I like, I love to feel, but there are certain times when I'm leading worship and I'm just like, honestly, really struggling to connect with God. I just. I don't feel the Holy spirit. I'm like, where, where, where are you, God? And if I didn't know God's word, I might start to doubt that like God was here, that God was real, that he really sent, you know, his son, Jesus. Like that's kind of, that's a very dramatic thought, but I've never had that thought. But so like when w- without God's word, my, my worship really just comes from a place of where I've put God in my heart, but not who God is. So when you know, God's character and you know more about him, you just want to bless his name and who he is more. Like I've just fallen more in love with God this year than I ever have before because of his word. And it doesn't come naturally. So if you are looking to go deeper in your worship with God and to God, get in his word and that will transform your mind and your heart. Um, and then my second piece of advice would be to just make make room. Make room in your life, whether that be in the morning, in the afternoon, in the night, um, periodically throughout the day. It doesn't have to be just like a 30-minute worship session when you wake up. Um, But something for me and maybe for anyone out there that that loves worship a lot or that maybe serves or um, leads in that way, Um, sometimes worship, it's easy for it to be just like something that I serve in, but not something that I like verbally do in my day to day, even though I like verbally praise God, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm meaning like singing, like worshiping God. And I, I found myself in um, seasons, like actually just this past month, I just realized anytime I was like singing worship songs, it was to prepare and to practice for the upcoming Sunday. And in a way I'm like, that doesn't really make worship what it's meant to be. I mean, God calls us to be excellent in what we do and and how we serve him and how we love um, people, but not like, I I need to make room to just praise God for who he is not to prepare for a weekend. And so um, there was one morning when I woke up late, I didn't have much time, but I just felt led to just get on my knees and just um, turn on a song of um, worship. I don't even know what it was called now. I forgot. Maybe it was just meant to be in that (laughs) moment for me and um, God, but I was just on my knees, just praising him. And it was just like, such a refreshing thing because it wasn't, I, I I wasn't struggling or battling to look a certain way or to sound a certain way. Like it was just pure and just holy. And because I made room for that, I made room for God to move. Um, I was able to just worship him. So just make room, um, for, you to worship God in your life, whether that be one song every day or one song a week, or in your car or whatever. Um, just make room so that you're able to worship God, not just on Sunday mornings.
0: Oh, that's so good. You actually reminded me of so. My mamma, she's kind of like my faith hero. Um, she was a worship yeah. leader. Um, she was literally like singing like on stage until she was like 80 years old. Like she, oh my. yes, it's, it's, yes. I love- That's awesome. Yes, she was, um, yes, very faithful. But really, like, what was so, like, inspiring about her is that, you know, she would be, like, you know, on a platform singing on a Sunday. But if you would be, like, sitting with her on a Tuesday afternoon, she'd be sitting in her rocking chair singing hymns, just, you know, like, just singing, you know, nothing but the blood of Jesus. And that's how she would spend her afternoons and really, like... That was impactful to me because, you know, for her, like it wasn't just Sunday. You know what I mean? It was it was an overflow of what she was doing Monday through Saturday. And yeah. really like that's why that I wanted to ask you to come on because like as someone who's in the congregation when you're leading, like I see that in you. Like it really is just like an overflow of obviously you. you know, you praising the Lord, you know, the rest of the week. Yeah. Um, so I see that same kind of attitude that my yeah. mamma had in you. Uh um, But I just wanted to say, you know, we ended our questions here, and I just wanted to say thank you for coming on. You had, you know, so much wisdom to offer, and I know that, like, it's going to be an encouragement to people to go deeper in their worship and to go deeper in God's Word, because I think, as I was, like, thinking and preparing today, I realized a lot of times we think of these spiritual disciplines of, you know, reading scripture, prayer, worshiping, and we kind of, like, separate them when in reality, like these are all things that we need in our walk with God. Like when you're praying, you can pray the word of God. You can pray the Psalms, you know, speak the promises of God back to God. You can do that in worship. You know, we talked about lyrics that have things like from the Bible in them, whether it's actual verses or references to stories, like literally all of these spiritual disciplines that we need in our lives, like come together in our relationship with God. So I... I really loved what you had to say about that.
1: And I am so grateful that you were willing to come on, especially on such a short notice. I was I was so honored. Like, And I know that it's not about me and it's never, it's always about God. But I just, I was just saying like, thank you Lord that you just gave me this opportunity because he knows that I love worship like it's the most. And when I think about going to heaven, I'm most excited for that. That like, we'll get to just praise his name forever and ever. And I know that even though people on this earth maybe don't think that they have the gift of, uh, worship or they don't naturally connect to it. Like we're all, we're all going to love it. But I'm like, but God, I'm I'm especially going to love it. Like you just wait, like, I'm just going to be praising you 24 seven. And so it just, I thought it was just a sweet gift, um, such a sweet gift from God to me that I was able to be on this because, um, it's something that I really love to do. And that, It's just, like I said earlier, just like a part of my um, life. It's just who I am and it's who God made me to be. So I'm grateful. And I want to say thank you to you because you and Isaac, both, you guys are starting this um, podcast and ministry that really helps people connect to God's word. And from someone that has a hard time naturally doing that, um, you guys creating such a resource and such a place for people to understand God's word, like that's going to impact God's kingdom forever and i'm just super grateful for you guys so thank you for what you guys are um, doing and thank you for having me because i really do feel so honored
0: well thank you and i want to say thank you to all of our listeners for joining us today Um, whether like i said if you're on spotify apple youtube wherever you are joining us we're just so grateful and i know that you you know got something powerful from it and it's my prayer that you'll take it and apply it and live it out so thanks guys